Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Many thanks, and welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know. My guest today is artist-activist Monique DeBose. Monique is a boundless artist who wants to make a lasting, positive impact with her work, whether it's through her singing, songwriting, acting, or as a playwright. Her landmark single, Rally Call, is an anthem of our time, serving as a powerful call to action to take the urgent steps required to make necessary changes as individuals, as a society, and as a country. In addition to Rally Call, we'll hear another single from Monique called Damaged Goods. Plus, at the end of the show, we'll hear a special preview of Monique's new song, More, which you can pre-save using the link found in the episode page of the Joy Sounds website. I found this to be a particularly enlightening and engaging conversation with Monique, and I really hope it resonates with you. So let's begin today's show with Rally Call by Monique DeBose on Joy Sounds. I'm in the fields My body's broke, my spirit is tired I need relief But your God ain't the one who's taking me higher My sovereignty's my way Lord Jesus, forgive me Come walk with me I'll grow your skin, nobody no favor There's a road where we're walking on thunder Where we all go deliver ourselves We're down by the trees beyond thunder So we own every part of ourselves Get up your knees Get rid of those papers The cage bird sings And nature's song He's almost forgotten Did you clip your wings? Yeah. And take your place among the downtrodden
And that was Rally Call by Monique DeBose. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, Monique DeBose. Hi, Monique. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. Are you uh, Are you really great? How are things? No, I mean, in this moment, I'm great. Just hearing the song and just meeting you like this. That's nice. It's a very challenging time these days. It is. It really <laughs> is. But because it's a challenging time, I think it's all the more important that we have a song in the world like Rally Call and that we have this anthem and this call to action. And first, I want to thank you for it. I want to thank you for getting this has turned into an important song, not just for you, but for many people. This song was written in 2018, actually. And I co-wrote it with two brothers from another mother, Isaac and Torald Corrin, who are dear friends of mine. And the impetus of this song was I kept finding myself looking for someone else's permission to exist, essentially. Mind you, I've had my own successes in the world, but there was something in me that was running the entire way I looked at what was available to me. Hmm. And so I connected it to being a woman. I connected it to being a woman of color and looking at the history of our country and how James Baldwin once wrote uh, in an amazing essay or speech uh, to teachers educating the Negro child, something to that effect. He wrote that there are many black people in this country who, if a white person asked them, is it raining? They would not look up to the sky. They'd look into the white person's eyes to see what answer they wanted. So I just noticed that there's an energetic that was running through me, like needing permission, wanting someone else to like, let me know that it's okay to exist, erasing myself. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. And so rally call was genuinely a call to myself to no longer accept that as my norm. And I know it resonates with other people and specifically at this point in time. That's why we decided to make the video for it at this point in time, because we really wanted this to be an anthem for people when they get tired, when they no longer want to like do the hard work to remember, you don't need to wait for someone else's permission. And this is your time now. Yeah. I think that this is really insightful that this was written in 2018. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that at the time that you originally wrote this and probably released it, we may not have been ready to hear this song yet. And unfortunately, it took the tragedies this summer to all of a sudden confront these issues. But you're ahead. You're ahead of this. And we maybe just weren't ready in 2018 to, to really understand the message that you were bringing. Yeah, I, I think that's <laughs> I think that's true. Um, and it's really uh, devastating that an adult man uh, was murdered by the people that we are told are there to protect all of us in broad daylight and uh, in such a gruesome way um, for, at least as far as I understand it, a petty, tiny crime. So, I, I mean, that was enough to galvanize people. And I think black people and white people have been galvanizing for, I hate to say it, but generations. It's unfortunate. And this one really helped broaden the circle of people who are willing to stand up and say this is not okay. Yeah, you've been an activist educating people and bringing these things to light for quite some time through a wide range of 
artistry. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the role of the artist activist. Mm. It seems like we need you more than ever <laughs> at these times, right? Yeah, I was saying to someone recently that art is such a beautiful muse. I think I actually wrote it on Instagram recently, that art is such a muse, a seductress. Art is a seductress in that we can talk about and bring issues that are very painful for us to look at and to acknowledge and to integrate and digest. Art is a seductress in that she welcomes us with just like her beautiful frills of like, oh, I'm going to be entertained and oh, I'm going to be taken on a journey. And then she like opens the door to things that we weren't necessarily consciously ready to digest. Right. But it's in such a creative, beautiful way that we're willing to. And that's what I feel like the music I've been creating, as well as the play. I wrote a play called Mulatto Math, Summing Up the Race Equation in America, which came out in 2018 as well. Like it just really brings people to the table in a very gentle way to open minds and really activate people in expressing what is true for them. Right. Has the time come, however, to not be so gentle? I see like the artwork that you've used for Rally Call and it's uncomfortable. And, you know, and I, as a white man, have to sit with that discomfort, have to be uncomfortable with that. Do we think the time for gradual progress is done? In one word or less, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the, the reason I say that is because putting that image on the cover for the single was very uncomfortable for me because I am what I like to call a peacemaker. I've always, I'm the middle child. I just want things to be right. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I just want people to be happy. And it's a step for all of us, considering wherever we're at, we each need to take another big step forward towards justice and towards honesty. And so that man on the cover, his name was Gordon. And uh, that picture is called, uh, it's like Whipped Pete or Whipping Pete. And he was an enslaved man and got so many lashes, so many whippings that his back was brutally disfigured from those open gashes that the whip caused. I just, I'm describing this in case anybody hasn't seen it, but I felt it needed to be on the cover because that's what I'm trying to like emote in people. Like this is not okay. And originally I wanted to use a woman because black women get erased quite a bit in history and the retelling of history. And the streaming services said I was going to use a woman named Laura Nelson who was hanged uh, in 1911 for some dispute around a cattle. But a mob went into the jail and took her and her son and hanged them on a bridge in Oklahoma, I believe. But streaming services would not let that be used because it was too violent. I think that that discomfort is part of what we have to actually confront. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people are stronger than they think they are. Like we really are. People across the color spectrum, across the cultural spectrum, we're stronger than we give ourselves credit for. And I say that for anybody who's like, this is too uncomfortable. I need to keep looking away. It's like, you're stronger than that. And can you even imagine what is on the other side if there is an honest, open conversation? You had already mentioned that the origins of this was coming out of your very conscious decision to stop asking permission to exist. And from that has come this mantra that I've seen 
from you in your materials a few times of living in full color. Right. I think so many of us live in black and white. The, the, the way I say it is I want to help people move from seeing in black and white to living in full color. And what that means to me is we really make quick snap judgments uh, about everything in life. We just do. And we're willing to like throw away parts of ourselves and hide parts of ourselves if it doesn't fit with the image of what we think we should be. And I feel like that's a real like death. That's real prison time, quite honestly, where you have to constantly keep track of the image you want to project, who you want to be, what you know is okay to say. It's just, it's a mind boggling and Mm. energy sucking experience. Mm. So when we can own all the parts of ourselves, only then can we truly be free. So that to me is living in full color. Yes, owning that I am outraged by the systemic racism that history has clearly shown us. And at the same time, I can also be somebody who really wants to live in the pleasures and the frilliness of just a fun Sunday afternoon of not caring about anything. Like I can own both. And when I am willing to own both, that's when I can truly be free. And I offer that to anybody I come across at this point. Like that was one example, but it can be small things too. Like I am deeply insecure as a human, as an artist. And at the same time, there are moments when I am the most confident woman you will ever meet. (laughs) Both of those can exist in me and that can be okay. But there's so many things that work against that multifaceted approach. Um, there's so many things that I'm sure you had to have experienced where it's like, I'm sorry, you've, you've got to fit into one of these two boxes. Check one, right? And and Absolutely. And my guess is that that's where the exhaustion comes in, is, is having to sort of do that switch between, okay, I'll fit this box now, and then that box later, depending on what's presented to me. 100%, yeah. And that's, ex- I like the metaphor of, taking a beach ball into a pool and trying to put that beach ball under the water. (laughs) The amount of energy, (laughs) the constant energy you're using to just keep that thing down there. And I feel like that is really what America is dealing with. Um, White America, black America, like just we're, we're all, and I include all races and cultures in America. I'm speaking specifically to the founding of the United States. So I also want to bring in indigenous people, but it's like, we've been trying to like hide or, or some people of our culture have been trying to like push that beach ball under the water so that they can feel on top. And I believe white people are exhausted as well. I don't see how you cannot be exhausted from having to like live this story and look away from the story. Like that's exhausting. As an artist, you seem to, Again, not not check any box. Um, it's pretty boundless as a playwright, a poet, a jazz vocalist, a songwriter. And it just seems like it's all about expression. And you're not necessarily concerned with the vessel or the vehicle of this expression, right? That was a beautiful description. That is 100% correct. The box I check is a boundless box of expression. That's perfect. Yeah. And I grew up really wanting to fit in a box. Oh, my God. I, my hair wasn't right. This wasn't right. I didn't fit in with this crew. I couldn't fit with that crew. Uh, my first albums that I purchased were the Gypsy Kings 
and Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then the next album I purchased was Tracy Chapman's like Fast Car or whatever that album is called. Yep. Like, I did not live in a box. And I felt like that was something was wrong with me. Hmm. And as I've grown and realized like, oh no, this is just who you are. I want to offer that to everybody because I think a lot of people live in boxes and if they had it their own way, that would they would clearly say, oh, this doesn't give credit to all of who I am. Any one of these disciplines is a lifetime journey. Just choose jazz vocal. You could spend a lifetime on the craft of jazz vocal through that process of discovering new things. And keeping up with any one of those would be a lifetime pursuit. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, are there any compromises? Do you see that there's, there's, do they compete with each other? hundred <laughs> uh, percent. As you were speaking, I was thinking, jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> I was thinking like, I have a short attention span as well. That's, uh, but I noticed there are things I keep coming back to. So yes, I think there are definitely compromises. I would never classify myself as a master at any of these things. And the beauty of, you know, being in the box of a boundless box of expression is that I don't have to be a master of it because I'm mastering expression. And to me, that's really exciting. So I can always touch back in. I'm working on turning Mulatto Math, the stage show into a digital series. And I've written the first script and I was so proud of myself. But of course, being a first time television, I'll just say television writer, the script's pretty crap. Hmm. Like the concept's great, but the script is terrible. And I've gotten feedback that, well, the script is terrible. And I, and that par for the course right now. Like it's my first iteration, but I'm going to get back to it and learn a little bit more and bring in the right people to help me make it better. So I'm, I'm actually okay with not being a master of anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know about you, but uh, you sound like somebody who is okay with adopting the beginner's mindset in all of this because once you start something completely new, well, you're at the beginning and it's time for you to learn. So it sounds like even coming up with this TV script, you're you're back at the beginner's mindset. Okay, let me learn about this, right? Yeah. Well, after I like was very harsh and critical to myself. Sure, well. you got to go through the yes. various stages. <laughs> yes, acceptance, right. grief. Yeah, I, I, I understand, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I still have breath in my body, and the universe, you know, is still like providing opportunities. So I'm, I'm taking them and trying my best to like be in that beginner's mindset. That's a wonderful, yeah, a wonderful way to describe. Very my nice. World. So the next song we want to feature is "Damaged Goods," and this definitely highlights the jazz vocal side of your art making. And it's a recent single, or semi-recent single for you. And uh, I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about this. The video pays more than just a passing nod to Billie Holiday. So it sounds yeah. like you are paying homage a little bit as well. Thank you. Yeah, I am a fan of so many amazing jazz vocalists. Ella Fitzgerald is one of my favorites. I could go down a list of people. Carmen McRae. Oh, and Sassy, Sarah Vaughn. <laughs> but Damaged Goods is a song that is really about, even though you feel like you're flawed, even though you feel like you may not be a master at all things, you're still good. It's just kind of like take the weight off your shoulders. 
And um, yeah, the video is beautiful. It was created by uh, a wonderful uh, director named Brad Hammer alongside me. And it's, it's a really beautiful Beautiful song and beautiful visual. Great choreography. Yes. Amazing <laughs> yes. dancing that's going on. Do you know yeah. that some of those dancers uh, went on, as soon as Damaged Goods, the video was out, uh, went on to dance with Mariah Carey. So I'm just, I'm not taking credit, but I'm just You saying. should, 100%. 100%. So let's now check out Monique DeBose and Damaged Goods on Joy Sounds.
And that was Damaged Goods by Monique DeBose. Again, beautiful song. And I want to encourage all the Joy Sounds listeners to go check out that video. It's really striking. But I also want to circle back and talk about another video and circle back to Rally Call because that that video extends the message, you know, amplifies the message. Give me a little bit sort of backstory as to the concept of that video. Sure. Yes. So we knew we needed to make a video for this song and all of these images of our history just started flashing through my mind. And so we really wanted it to be heavy in American history and marry that with what is happening today right now. So it was a powerful um, outreach to people because licensing uh, footage is really challenging. Um, But it was a beautiful like coming together of community uh, people, photographers who have been on the ground Um, sharing their work uh, and letting us use their work to really tell this story about we're repeating and it's time to wake up and stop this madness of oppression and understanding that there is space for all of us. It is not a limited pie. So it was wonderful. We went out to the Great Wall of Crenshaw, which is uh, here in Los Angeles, between 50th and 52nd on Crenshaw Boulevard. And we filmed at this amazing wall. Everybody should go check it out. If you're not here, check it out online, the Great Wall of Crenshaw, which tells history from the beginning of existence to present day, pretty much. Um, And so just me and a couple of friends went out and shot it and then edited this video together. And we gave some of the proceeds of the song and the video Um, to Color of Change, which is an amazing organization. It was its 15th year anniversary this year. And so really helping to support and amplify that voice as well. And then we also have a hashtag that says hashtag join the rally call. And you can go to rallycall2020.com to learn how you can join the rally call, which is really educating yourself, voting and sharing the message. And that's the call to action. 100%. Is that you're really wanting to, you know, the, the steps are achievable and they are immediate. We can take this action right now. Absolutely. There's a striking line in Rally Call of get rid of those papers. And you've explained it in a mm-hmm. number of different interviews. I love talking about this because it just helps educate ears that maybe haven't heard it yet. Please. So there's a line that in the song called uh, in rally calls that says, get rid of those papers. And those papers are a reference to the time when black people could not move from point A to point B in our country and across different countries in the world without having documents saying 
who they belonged to or what reason they had for being out without a white person. And so in the song, I'm really stating, like putting a stake in the ground saying, get rid of those papers. We do not need to have anybody justify our existence or who we are or what we love or who we love. It's it's a message for everybody, really. It seems to me that Rally Call, the video, the song, the message that you have, honestly is just getting started. And I think it's going to become even more prevalent and more important and more relevant in the upcoming months. Absolutely. Do you, do you see that happening? Do you see that possibility? Yes. And if you don't mind, I'd like to vision right now that this song is used in a major way on a major platform to inspire all of us to really do our civic duty and our human human duty to really be loving and kind and get things moving in a a direction that works for everybody. All right. We send that vision out there through joy (laughs) sounds to make that happen. What does the future hold for Monique DeBose? Well, I see the Mulatto Math uh, show running for at least five seasons. Um, I see a beautiful album project uh, coming out that includes Rally Call and Damaged Goods, and a song that will be coming out late October, the next single. It's called More, but I'll leave that for later. I see a beautiful album coming out in 2021 that gets global attention because I don't make music for only fun. I make music that is inspiring and uplifting uh, and educating and for me and for others. So my vision is that it catches catches. Pray for everybody in the fires, but it catches fire. Right. Absolutely. Monique, it has been such a pleasure to get to know you. Is there anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with? I'd love to leave your listeners with when we can own every part of ourselves, the things we think are amazing and the things we think are horrific. Like when we can make space for all of it, I feel like that's when we really give ourselves the opportunity to really be free. And I feel like for me, that's something that I am on the planet to experience. So I'm working every day to have more and more space in my nervous system to accept all of what is. Thank you so much, Monique DeBose. We we appreciate your work. We wish you nothing but good luck. And we want those big, huge dreams to happen for you in 2021. So thank you so much for being on Joy Sounds. Thank you so much, Chris. I've really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you. And to wrap up today's show, we are very pleased to present this special preview of the new single from Monique called More which you can pre-save using the link on our website. So, this is more by Monique DeBose on Joy Sounds. This life is completely my choice I know I try to believe I can hear my voice When I'm faced to decide How to live my life I chose safe Safe Instead of trusting dreams Are waiting for me To put the pedal to the metal And just receive My mind fills with the spills of insecurity I chose doubt Doubt Oh, I need a minute to myself I'm gonna take my ovaries Off the shelf and be the woman that I know I am Well, live small, that's not my plan I choose more I 
attract, they try to make me small So they can just feel big I told rage, rage Inside these walls where my heart retreats Is the beauty and the grace that I know is me But with the cause and the loss for this great of me I chose fear Oh, I need a minute to myself I'm gonna take my old beliefs off the shelf And be the woman that I know I am Oh, I live small, that's not my plan Until our minds change Be who you wanna be Don't fight destiny Let's do strength It's okay to take a minute to yourself Gonna take those ovaries off the shelf And be the woman that you know you are Don't you settle, girl Travel far Let's use to subscribe and follow joy sounds wherever you listen to podcasts also follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at joy sounds music are you an artist who would like to be on the show visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information until next time this is joy sounds music you need to know